list of things. So if you see me look down, that is what I'm doing. I recently did a podcast episode on this and this kind of continues on and that is to encourage you to become your own health advocate and to not always outsource your wellness. So some of the things that many of us are doing that are super unhealthy, but they've become such a natural part of our lives, many of us don't even think about it anymore. And that is cooking or heating our food in plastic. So I don't know if you've seen some of the recent news that's come out. I try not to watch the news, honestly. And plastic is now found in human blood. It's been on the news, believe it or not. This is just the first time that it was like making main news. Plastic in our blood is not a good thing. That's, it shouldn't be there. It's not, it shouldn't be there. So anyways, so when we do things like heat things up in plastic, what we're doing is we're releasing a lot of those chemicals. And regardless if it's BPA free or not, it's plastic is still plastic and heating it up and allowing your food that you're gonna take into your body to absorb some of this plastic and that you're ingesting it is really, really, really toxic for all of us. We know that plastic has phthalates and this leads to a lot of, a lot of them are not supposed to be heated up over a certain temperature, we're putting them in the microwave, and we're doing all of these things. We're releasing these chemicals into our bodies, putting it into our bloodstream, and a lot of this disrupts our hormones. So you'll hear things like endocrine disruptors, and so many things go wrong when we start messing with our hormones. So that is number one. The easiest way to get around using plastic would be to get glass. We started replacing a lot of our plastic, honestly, years ago, but because the plastic kept breaking apart. And it, even if it says it's dishwasher safe, it's only dishwasher safe to a certain amount, just like it can only be heated up in the microwave so many times before that plastic really, really starts to break down. So that is one of the ways and one of the things that we're doing that we can, I mean, literally tomorrow you can change this habit and buy glass. Second thing that I wanted to talk about was we have, for whatever reason, started throwing out some of the healthiest parts of our food because we're, we're, we become, there's all this fear around cholesterol and there's all this fear around if you eat fat, it needs to be healthy fat. And if it's animal fat, it's terrible for you. And the fact of the matter is that's not true. I am not a doctor always consult your doctor before making any changes with your health and your wellness and your nutrition. However, when we look back historically, how people used to eat about a hundred years ago, it is nothing like what we are eating now. They're, they didn't have microwaves. I'm not saying throw your microwave out, but there's so many different processes that have happened to our food since a hundred years ago that we can literally chart when certain we started seeing a prevalence of so many different diseases. Right around the time we started the agricultural industrial revolution and you see this huge spike in certain issues like childhood obesity, type two diabetes, heart disease, so many of these diseases. And we have unlearned what it means to eat and we, now omit so many of the things that are actually good for us because we've been told that this is what causes this disease or this is what causes this thing. And if you spoke to your great great grandmother, she would tell you how they ate and it is nothing like what we eat now. 
they didn't have bread that could sit on a shelf for six to nine months. They did not have plastics to microwave things in or to heat things up in. They weren't always on the go and getting everything from a drive-through. So some of the diseases that we have and some of the things that we have going on are modern issues. And a lot of it is, you know, going back to tradition, common sense, and also coupling that with what we understand and know about our bodies now through science and, and what you know about your own personal body. Because I truly believe that we should be experts in our own bodies because we're the only ones walking around in them. So one of the other things that when, when I say we're throwing out the healthy fat, take eggs for example, and I've done this too. You buy the carton of eggs and you're like, oh, this is a lot of protein. We have started grouping food in such a way that all we're looking at is macros. All we're looking at is fat, carbs, and protein. And though our body needs all of those things for sure, we're ignoring all the other things that our body needs as well. Minerals, vitamins, phytonutrients, fiber. We're ignoring all those things. And we think if I just hit these three categories and I did some little macro counter online, yeah, you might reach the goal weight that you would like, but you may also be deficient in some very, very important things that your body needs. And that's, I didn't even mention enzymes. I mean, there's so many things that we can cut out if we are just looking at these three categories. Our food is so much more than that. And our bodies, quite honestly, are not reading a nutrition label. We are. What we have begun to do is we started chasing after symptoms and treating symptoms as though they're the cause of our illnesses or our, you know, issues. And many times I would say that the symptom is literally just that. It is a symptom of a bigger problem and an issue that needs to be addressed. So if you have chronic issues and you have gone to the doctor and the doctor was not, which if you're sick or you don't feel well, yes, go to the doctor. I'm never gonna advocate not, don't go to the doctor, go to the doctor. <laughs> but you know, we have gotten to the place where we're so focused on the symptoms that we have that we begin treating symptoms. And then when we take something that causes an additional symptom, we end up down this road of carrying around a bag of pills with us so that this one thing's helping this, but it's also causing this thing over here, this adverse health reaction, but we need to take this. So we're gonna add this next pill on. And this was literally the story of my grandmother's life. And part of one of the, well, the main reason why I'm so passionate about health and wellness and encouraging you to become your own health and wellness advocate is because if you outsource your health and wellness to someone else, you are giving someone else power and control over how well you actually can be. And I truly believe that it starts with you learning way more about your body and not just that, learning about ingredients and different things that you're ingesting that are either helping or hindering your wellness. That's what this video is about. So the next thing that we, are, we do is after we found that symptom, we, only, we never dig any deeper. We never dig any deeper. We don't go any further. A doctor may say you need to lose a little weight and that can be a good thing. But after you do that, then what? What actually caused this? Because we're never getting to the root cause, this is going to be a condition that continues to 
just go on, honestly. So the next thing that we do is along the same lines of what I was just speaking about, we think that a supplement means that we will be well. Taking a supplement will be what makes us healthy. But the fact of the matter is, is supplements should be just that. They should supplement what we're not naturally getting in our diet or what we may be deficient in. So for some people, they're deficient in vitamin D, Maybe they don't go outside a lot or maybe there's another condition that they have that's causing, you know, a vitamin D deficiency. I'm just using this for example. And they need to supplement that, right? They need to take something in because it's a, they need that in their bodies. Many of us are doing supplement first and never even thinking about eating a food <laughs> that this supplement is mimicking the nutritional value of. So when we do things like trying to throw supplements at our body, our body, that has to go through our liver, it has to go through our intestinal tract, it has to, all of these different things, just as our food does, but our body recognizes food a lot better than it does supplements because the creator of our, of our bodies knew, knew, knew what he was doing. So when we talk about supplements and pills, we should take them on a need basis instead of using them to get us to some sort of, of healthy living. They can be a part of it, but they are not the reason why we are healthy. Eating food in its whole state is typically, I'm just saying. The next thing is we cut entire food groups out. Sometimes we do it because we need to heal. I had to do that with eggs and with several other things for years until my body healed, until I, I healed my gut and did all of those, did a lot of hard work. But I knew that food was the focus and not supplements necessarily. They had their place, but only on a needed basis. Cut out entire food groups that are main food groups. Unless you are replacing it with a food that also has that nutrient density, that nutrient value. If you're not replacing that, your body's not getting it. You're, there's certain things our body can produce and there are a lot of things that it can't and that we have to take that in through our food. So if you're cutting out entire food groups and you're not actually replacing it with what was taken out, you can create major deficiencies. So on one hand, we can supplement when we don't need to and we can just get it from our food or if we're not getting it from our food, we're completely ignoring the fact that our body still needs that. That is another way that I think that we are causing some really unnecessary health issues. The last, we focus way more on weight to be the end all be all when it comes to how well we actually are. And yes, you can, you can honestly, you can be skinny and be really, really sick. I've never been skinny, but when I was thin, I was very sick. I was deficient in a lot of things and I was anemic and I had a lot of health issues because I was trying to be this one weight or trying to stay in this area, but never looking at health and wellness as being this holistic approach and just looking at this one little barometer. When we go to the doctor, I think everyone should go to the doctor at least once a year to get blood work done because it's way more important than your BMI, believe it or not, because your blood tells a lot more of the story than just looking at your weight. So things like 
iron deficiency, things like vitamin D deficiency, things like getting your A1C checked to make sure that you are not pre-diabetic. There's so many different things that our blood can tell us. Your LDL and your HDL, are they in the right balance? Are they, you know, are you, do you have high cholesterol? Does that run in your family? We need so much more information than just your weight. Because say you start something tomorrow, you start a new eating plan, you start a new fitness routine, and you don't know what your baseline actually is. You don't know if you're healthy or not. You don't know if you're working against your health because you don't have a, a actual measure of where you are starting. So that is one of the things that I would say, we can't ignore that. We have to recognize what we're taking and putting it into our bodies and the effect that it's probably having on us, especially if we're doing it over time. Because what we eat affects our health more than most things that we do. Stress also plays a part too, mental health, all of those things. But when it comes to your actual physical body on a daily basis, you are taking in things that can either be harming or helping your health and wellness. If you're interested in hearing a little bit more about this, you can subscribe to the podcast Style and Stewardship. You can go to the website and I would love to continue to encourage you in your wellness and in your faith journey. Until next time, your life matters, what you do with it matters. So what will you steward well?